episode 21 of the Momster Squad, where us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner momster and take this journey with us. Hey guys, alright, welcome back, everyone, you guys, listeners. Alright, so I figure we could start this episode by talking about awards. Um, for those of you that don't know... What I mean. We by won that. an award. <laughs> <laughs> the Mobster Squad rules. At least that's what I thought when they were talking about it at first, because I'm like, what? Anyway, no. Um, our children. So um we just finished our first quarter in school and they this past week uh they had the award ceremonies for the students. So, my daughter's in second grade, and she got, God bless you, you. she got excellence in math and reading, Um, and then when they did their testing, she actually was above average and high, and in the 93rd percentile on, like, her math testing and stuff. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so, they're pretty positive she'll be put in gifted and talented. Like, her teacher actually was telling me that um, she gives her harder work. Mm-hmm. That she's she's one of the only ones in the class, but she gives her harder work because she's so advanced compared to everybody else. So that's, that's excellent. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's good. That way she doesn't get bored. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that was her thing because I immediately was like, you know, I just worry about her getting bored. And she's like, nope. She's like, if I see she finished or whatever, I'll actually give her something else a little more challenging for her to do because so she doesn't get bored. And I, and was like, I oh, think that good. that's, I mean, first of all, kudos to Jacqueline and you as the parent. But I also, you know, observing multi-children families as opposed to only child families. I feel like the youngest child of multi I actually think she, out of my four kids, like, if you look back, um, and like when they were Jacqueline's age, I honestly feel Jacqueline is more advanced than they were. And that's at what her I'm age. saying, because as the youngest child, you're feeding off of those older children. And yeah. we all know that children are sponges. And I feel that, you know, she is reaping the benefits of that. And plus we had talked about, you know, COVID when Jennifer you were kind enough to watch Brayden for me and also help her with her yeah. kindergarten homework. And Jacqueline sat right there at the table with Brayden mm-hmm. doing kindergarten homework while Jacqueline was in, um, what was it, child development or yeah, pre-K? pre-K? Yeah. So that's excellent. And I hope um, she's proud of herself as well. Yeah. And how about your children, Abby? How'd they do in the awards ceremony? Um, They did very well. Um, Ava got A's and B's. And oh, I forgot what the other awards Citizenship. Were. Yeah, I think it was citizenship. And then Mikey got all A's and effort. And so they both got made honor roll. So each kid um, that made honor rolls, whether they got a, A's and B's, all A's or all B's, they got a little sign that says, my student made honor roll at Homewood Elementary. My student, or... My child oh, is an honor student yeah, at Homewood Elementary. Yeah, that you get to put in your front yard so everybody can see. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't start that till third grade, so Jacqueline didn't get one, <laughs> and I'm salty about it. 
Uh, yeah, so Brayden. steal somebody. You better not take mine. I will cut you. <laughs> no, I was passing. There's a lot of them in the neighborhood. I'm like, I'm going to steal somebody. We got some sign. smart cookies. Like I said, just make one. I won't tell. <laughs> because clearly your child is a brainiac. She's definitely very smart. Um, but I know what you're saying. It doesn't appear that they've ever done these outdoor signs until this year. Yeah, right. And so, watch, next year they won't freaking do them. Right. And so your children, Abby, um, Ava, and Mikey are both in the fourth grade. Yeah. And I meant to compliment you off air um, about Ava, especially. We all know that Mikey is also a brainiac and yeah. has had pretty much straight A's in his entire um, schooling. But knowing, you know, how Ava, you know, recently um, started living with you guys full time, like two years ago and how far behind she was, like when I was watching her while you were working and trying to get her caught up on her assignments and she was like lost. So to now see her progress like that Mm -hmm. and be an AB honor student is is amazing. And I'm so proud of them. And of course, us moms and dads should get some credit for that as well, because we Jennifer shaking her head. No, I I know when my child succeeds, I feel like this weight just come off of my shoulders. Yeah, because all the moments heart. where you're like, what I'm like, I'm doing everything wrong. It's like those moments where like I'm obviously doing something, something right. Right, <laughs> and it's that hard work that pays off. And you know, sometimes I'm like a. My mother called me, I think, a tyrant at one point (laughs) when she was here and observed uh, my homeschooling. But, you know, she hasn't been here through COVID and and all of that and the homeschooling and hasn't seen the struggles that I'd endured. Not that Brayden is necessarily struggling with her work. It's the fact that she plays with her hair, plays with a pencil or an eraser, you know, her, her focus issues. So I have to like turn into monster (laughs) and put my foot down or slam my hand on the table. And all, you know, those are those nights where I'm like, Oh my God, why can't I remain calm? But I feel like my buttons, Becky's buttons, (laughs) my buttons just get pushed and I go. But that being said, Brayden also got an outdoor sign she is a B honor, <laughs> an AB honor student as well. Um, her grades were actually surprisingly reversed for what I expected. Okay. Um, she has A's in science and social studies, and she has B's in math and language arts, which I was, you know, I mean, she's been really good, but struggling well, with her multiplication, that's I think. Logan, Logan has A's in science and social studies and be in math and and ELA and math and ELA are his honors classes. Right. So I think the reason for that is just they are harder classes and harder um, like work. So that could be their, their, I mean, for me, a B is still really great. Absolutely. I wouldn't downgrade a B by anyone. Anything below an 80 in my house is not acceptable. Right. You come home with a C, we need to work on that. Yeah, well, I wouldn't punish my child for a C. But no, it's like no, no. It's, it's like if I know your abilities and how well yeah. you can do, then it's like something, Yeah, you're not doing something, whether it's not paying attention in class, homework, not doing your homework, just not putting your full effort that into is, something. I do have to say, if our parents had the technology and stuff that we have with our kids now, we'd all be screwed because like 
you know, we have the parent portal where we can, or power school, whatever it's called, where we can look at their grades daily, yeah, see what they're doing, what the they're not card doing. And you'd be like, I don't know where they went. Yeah. They didn't come. I'm, I'm still working on the old school. I don't go into the parent portal. <laughs> I see you guys post on Facebook. They got their report cards. I'm like, oh, I guess I should probably search for that somewhere. It's an email. <laughs> but, like, yeah, you know, but they I, that's how I got it. <laughs> you get, like, I get a email or text message, whatever, anytime that they're marked absent. And, like, Logan, oh, I'll be like, uh, why were you marked <laughs> absent in this class when you were at school? Mm. <laughs> like, um, Skipping class. <laughs> but, like, we would... We would okay. be in so much trouble. I skip school all the time, and they didn't even call home. Yeah, or even one day if they I walked did. right out of school. It was like yeah. a skip day. I was like, all right, I had to, well, because I guess the way my absences were, I had to be at school, so I, like, did part-time, and then, like, halfway through the day, I just, like, walked right out. I mean, we they would call home, but nobody was home because the parents were at work. They didn't call them at work, and you then they left a message it. on the <laughs> answering machine, the message. and then you go and erase the message. There were actually times, um, I don't remember what grades. I do know it was in high school, and I'm assuming it was probably more towards 10th, 11th, 12th. Maybe I did it in 9th, but I was able to... Um, forge my mother's signature and I could sign me and my mom have the same hand I was able to write a note that you know I would be absent on such and such a day (laughs) and then I'd be damn I never thought yeah I would write notes in advance and make plans with my friends to skip school except I had a pass now the difference though Back then, that was excused. Back then, as long as your parent wrote a note, yeah, that's it not was excused. excused. It has to be like a medical note. Right. Then it was excused. Now, if it's not an actual doctor's note, it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Or the nurse sends you home. Or Right. The nurse approves it. Um, because, again, talking about COVID, I notice I say the word again a lot in our podcasts. Okay. So, so again. And again. And again. Um... Well, hell. And again. Yep. And then and then there's the, the brain fog. Hmm. Oh, I know. We were talking about COVID, which, you know, is still relevant. And when school resumed um, late in... I thought you just said squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. Squirrel. Uh, School officially resumed, although late, the year of 2020. 2020, 2021. It's all a blur to me. Yeah. And when it did, Brayden's grandparents, Grammy and Grampy, were here. And it was the first week of starting school. So the one day I had pulled her out like two hours early and then let her skip the next day. And my and I wrote a note about it. But, of course, they I was like, due to COVID, you know... Brayden hasn't seen her grandparents in X amount of time, and they are in the state of South Carolina. And they like, that's nice, but... Right. I, I thought maybe I'd get a gimme, but she's not absent enough to have had it count against her. And actually, speaking of the awards, um, hers, Brayden's awards were the last ones of the day. Which I thought was weird. Weird. They did first, second, fourth, fifth, and, and then third. And, and they did the third grade awards when the, the third graders were supposed to be having lunch. Oh. Yeah. So that got messed up. 
Um, but I signed Braden out early that day. There was like a, two hours left. And I was like, like, listen, my honor roll student, I said, let me take you to Taco Bell. You hear that, Taco Bell? Cha-ching. Free <laughs> advertising. <laughs> um, but you know what? You guys know how my child likes Taco Bell. She didn't want to go. She said, that's okay, Mom. Just save money. We'll go home. I'm like, that's my girl. That's my girl. Yeah. So congratulations to us three on having smarty pant children, and I hope it continues. And I hope you listeners um, have smarty pant children, and if you don't, it'll it'll get there. Uh, the principal actually spoke of a really awesome story, and there was a visual to go along with it. So I'm gonna try. Is it the paper thing? The orange thing. Oh, uh, so I guess she did a different. She thing. must did a different one for each class. Probably. Did you have a... She wasn't there. Okay. So, for the third graders, at the end of handing out all of the awards and before they dismissed the parents and students and teachers, of course, she had a vase of water and her and another teacher were up at the front of the auditorium and she had two oranges, like halos or whatever. And she was saying, using the reference that, you know, the other teacher was the smart one and does all of her work and studies hard and, you know, turns in her homework and tests well and, you know, just nose to the grindstone type of thing. And the principal's orange was, well, why, why should I have to do that? You know, if, if I just, if I just watch you, you know, I can probably get that too. So she put both the oranges in the vase and she was referring and the oranges floated. They've stayed on the top. Um, so she was basically showing that this one student, if she watches this student that studies and whatever, can follow and rise to the top by taking notes, quote unquote, from that good student that has the good grades. So she pulls the oranges back out and she turns it around so that still the other teacher has the orange in um, its entirety. And the principal herself is like, well, why do you study all the time? Like, what's the point? And the other teacher's like, well, you know, you you have to keep on top of it and get good grades. And the principal peels a part of the orange off and kind of just like flings it across the auditorium. (laughs) And she's like, well, now I'm I don't need to do all that and whatever. I'm going to be on TikTok. And then she, you know, back and forth and peels another piece. And I'm going to be on my cell phone. And no, I'm going to go outside and play with my friends. So now the orange is completely peeled. So now this is a student that hasn't watched a good student, what they're doing, and tried to follow suit. And has just completely ignored the whole rule of, you know, what you need to do as a student to get good grades. Because not everybody is just smart off the cuff. You've got to learn it. Mm You have to work at it. Yep. So she had um, the other teacher put her orange in again. And, of course, it still floated to the top. She had her pull it back out, and she's like, well, my grades will be fine, too. Well, now her orange without the peel sunk to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And she used that as a reference that if you kids don't pay attention in your class, put your, your again, nose to the grindstone. There's that word again, again. <laughs> um, and, you know, you're, you're screwing around when you get home and not listening to your parents, not listening to your teachers. You're going to sink to the bottom, and you're going to fail. Yeah. Now, the one good thing about failing is that you can dust yourself off straighten that crown is something that I tell my daughter quite frequently 
and try again. Try, try, try again, and you can get there. Now, the principal also revealed that her teacher, I'm sorry, her mother was a teacher, and that our principal of the, of the elementary school was a horrible student. Yeah, that's what she said. And that, look at her now. Look where she is now, and that she learned from her failures. Mm-hmm. So some of us are, you know, right in the sky high with our brains right along. Others struggle, and others others falter. But all of us are going to fail at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me, or us and our listeners, Abby, what she did with the paper as a reference? So it was more of when people say can't instead of, like, I can't do something instead of saying I can do something. So the example was he she um, picked one of the students to go up there. And she had a piece of paper, and she told the student to walk through the piece of paper. At first, he looked, and he walked up, and he's looking. And he's, was it like a notebook-sized piece of paper? It was or? just like a computer paper. Okay. Um, she said, walk through the paper. And he's looking, whatever. And then finally, he's like, I can't do it on the spot or whatever. And, but he didn't say the word can. He just like... She looked, was trying to get that out of him, though. Yeah, but um, he just looked like nervous and like, uh, like obviously, he couldn't do it. Um, and then she's like, well, the good thing is he didn't say he can't. The thing is he tried and that's the point. Um, whenever you think you can't do something, at least try, try, because if you don't put any effort, you never know whether you can or can not do something. Um, and then she's, then she like, I don't know what it was. It's like when we... At least try or... We have guest star seven-month-old Riker <laughs> with us again today. So if you hear our some... Our theme. Yeah. Our new theme? Yeah. Guest star Riker? Yeah. <laughs> you want some Riker merch, people? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, so it was along the lines of when you try or if you sit, take a moment to figure something out. Uh, as she's talking to speech, you can see her over by the table. looks like she's cutting up the paper. And then she pulls it up, and it's, like, this big ringlet. And then she's like, okay, now walk through the paper, which she was able, because it was, like, a big ringlet circle that you could walk through. So the whole moral was, one, don't say can't. At least try to do something. Or take a moment to sit there and figure out what you can do to Mm -hmm. succeed to the next level. So that's also something that, I mean, I actually learned that growing up, but was reminded of it as an adult in my... Um, jobs Mm -hmm. throughout my adult life, pardon me, is that when, for instance, in customer service, when a customer comes in and has a complaint about something, our first reaction as human beings is, you know, like, for instance, if there's a policy, well, I'm sorry, I can't do that for you. No, 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 no. Don't use the word I can't to that customer. And you know that you can't. And but you can get your point across by saying, "Well, here's what I can do for you." Yeah, well, and, and most change times, the rotation. People just want to be heard. Yes, of course. <laughs> so just sit there and listen to what they have to say. Right, but if it's something that they're requesting to be fixed in mm-hmm. some manner, mm-hmm. and you can't do it a certain way due to a policy, that word "can't" is very strong, and that's what the customer hears mm-hmm. and ultimately frustrates them or angers them. So you want to say, I apologize that that happened to you or whatever it is, you know, here's what I can do and offer a solution as opposed to telling them what you cannot do. 
So I really love the principal of our school. Yeah, uh, I like she, her enthusiasm. Yes. And she, like, can relate with the children, and yeah. they really <laughs> respect her. Absolutely. She actually, so I didn't know she was a principal at the time. Logan was in fourth grade, um, so he's in seventh now, so this is, like, whatever. Three years ago. Yeah, sure. Do that. <laughs> um, I don't do that. That's Logan's strong suit. <laughs> um, so he was in fourth grade at the time, and it was his birthday, and I was supposed to drop off cupcakes, but due to... COVID. No. No? No, this was pre-COVID. Oh, right, fourth grade, due my bad. Due to uh, something that I had to do that morning that ended up taking a lot longer than expected... I was late getting to his school. Like, I was supposed to be there for the lunchtime. So, I went in and I was like, can I please just bring these to his classroom? This is why I'm late. I had no control over, you know, the fact why I was late. Like, I was supposed to be here. And they kept telling me, no, sorry, you can't go to the classroom. You're only allowed to be here at lunch and blah, blah, blah. And I just broke out crying, like hysterical. I remember that. I was hysterical crying because I had promised Logan I would be there with the cupcakes. And um, the principal, who at the time I did not know it was the principal, she had come out and asked me what was wrong. I told her what was wrong. And she walked me down to the classroom and let me give them the cupcakes. And I was only able to stay like two minutes, but still... She yeah. and and it was after that that I found out she was the principal and yeah so I really like her <laughs> right she helped you out right yeah. well and again it boils down to policy so you know her being the principal she can override that the other people you know unfortunately had to say no you can't but they weren't even offering right to, that's what I was just like, going to ask you were they saying can I take them here's what I can do I can take them for you and have them delivered no, they didn't even want to bring them to the classroom like she's yeah. like they should needed to be here at lunchtime like they were not even listening to me or nothing I think that's pretty but I think crappy. there's been a change in the front area anyway. yeah she's not in the front anymore yeah because every time actually last... I haven't even seen her at all at the school anymore maybe she quit or got fired who knows <laughs> well, I think she moved to attendance, and then she was You know who I'm talking about. And I, then I she's was, not yeah. in attendance anymore either. I don't know. Mm, you do. Um, I do know, um, and I think she was actually going out for personal reasons at the end of last year. Um, I personally never had any issues with her, but then again, I never brought cupcakes. <laughs> That's the issue. Anyway, um... So, to rail off what I wanted to talk about today. So, I guess I'll start off with a question and then lead on to why I'm asking this question. How do you guys deal with when your child, like, hurts your feelings? Mm. Like, as if it ever happened, I'm sure it has. And, like, how do you react or how do you cope with that? The reason why I'm asking this is it's been about almost two weeks now. Me and Ava got into a little argument because it started off with an issue in school. I found out she was partaking in a little bit of bullying. So when I picked her up from chorus that day, I talked to her about it. And I was trying to get to my point across that she was being a bully. And I was like, that's being a bully. And 
with her, it's always, like, an excuse of why she did or whatever. Well, because the thing is, Mikey came home and told me about the situation. Uh, I guess one of Ava's friends drew a picture of Mikey and then was saying that he was ugly or whatever. And then what happened was his friend at class spoke to the teacher about it. And Ava's friend got in trouble while Ava and her friend began to pick on Mikey's friend for telling on them. And then that friend was upset. So Mikey went up to Ava and said, I hope you get karma. And, <laughs> nice. And then Ava pushed him. Oh. So. This all happened in school. Yes. Mm. So when I picked her up, I relayed the story. And I said, is that what happened? She said, yeah. She said, well, he shouldn't call me karma. And I said, Ava, there's n- you should never put your hands on anyone, whether it's Mikey, your brother, another kid in class, unless somebody does harm to you physically that you need to defend, protect, defend protect yourself. You, no hands. I don't care what they say to you. You need to have that self-control to not use physical violence. Mm-hmm. Words are words. And I said, I don't think you understand even what he said to you. He said karma as in, what you put out, he hopes you get back because you need to learn what you just did. Um, and then she started arguing with me and talking back to me. And I said, I don't know who you think you're talking to like that. And then she started yelling at me that I'm not her mom. And just it just was terrible. And I was like crying. I started yelling at her. She's like, you're not allowed to yell at me. I said, yes, I am. You're being very disrespectful to me. And... You live under this roof. We have custody of you. Yeah, and I'm trying to explain what you did wrong in this situation. Instead of listening to me, you're trying to over-speak on me and not listen and argue with me about it. And I'm trying to get you to understand so we don't have this continue on. And then she's like, you need to stop. You're going to wake up Riker. And I was like, he's my child. If he wakes up, that's fine. Well, he's my brother. When you're gone, I'm going to be the one taking care of him. And I'm like, okay, like, irrelevant. And it just was a lot, and I just started shaking and crying on my way, and I had to stop and get gas, too, and I'm like, oh, my God. And you're and also she's pregnant, like, so your yeah. hormones are running and high. And she's like, call my dad, call my dad. I said, yes, I will call your dad, and you're going to be the one in trouble because you're not supposed to be doing this. So I called him, and AJ's at work, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. You need to talk to her right now because I'm crying, and I don't know what to do, and she won't just stop because I kept telling her to stop, shut her mouth. Because just end the conversation because I didn't want to go on anymore with it and she just wouldn't stop. And so, Did she say anything worse to you than you're not my mom? No, but she just kept saying it and she's like, wait till my mom hears about this. and Like things like that. And it, it really hurt me when she says that. Also because her mother recently has a new boyfriend that you guys are aware of. And I've caught her calling this guy dad. And I spoke to her about it. I was like, this person just came into your life. Like, why would you call him that? And me and AJ had a talk with her. And she, Whereas you and AJ have been together since she was like three. Three, yeah. And she doesn't call me mom. And and that's not the point. Like, I don't pressure that on her. But like, sure. it still makes me jealous because it's yeah, like, here's somebody walking in your life and you're already calling them that title. And doesn't even live season, what, one day a week, an overnight a week? I guess. And then with <laughs> I guess. And then with me, I've been there, I've been raising you. And that's another thing. I said I've 
been raising you and she's like you didn't raise me my whole life and I'm like most of your life yes I have but like <laughs> more than half and, and then life. I'm like thinking I'm like I know I'm angry and I'm just like arguing back with her and I know I shouldn't because it's like she's still young and she doesn't understand right but it's still it frustrated me so much in the moment and I'm like I've never like yes we had little like upset moments but nothing like that and that's why it took me to heart and going backtrack with the whole that when me and AJ talked to her about titles of calling people certain things and then she lied to AJ saying she didn't call him that and we just let it go and I'm like you know she lied to you because I don't know why but because we've had proof many times of her lying and she's been better lately well, from what you've yeah, said until but the thing now is, with that situation I talked to her about it like before AJ came home I was like why would you like he just came into your life you know if so not only does it make you jealous but I'm sure it hits home with AJ yeah and AJ talked to her about it and was like you know if anybody that you should be giving a title to is me Abby which he pointed to me because she's been in your life and she's been doing so much for you this far and I was like you don't have to call and I said you don't have to call me mom I don't expect that out of anybody that's the whole thing I don't pressure people let alone I would never pressure you to call me certain things whatever you feel comfortable with is what you feel comfortable with it's just like but don't insult me and say I'm you're not my mom you have no right to do this yeah and then at the same time call somebody else Ah! dad who just (laughs) walked in who just became a boyfriend of your mom's like you know like that just doesn't make sense to me now, we took away, like, her iPod, uh, not iPod, iPad, whatever you want to call it. And AJ's like, I'm not giving it back to her until she apologizes to you. And I was like, don't tell her she needs to apologize right. to me because I want it to be genuine. Genuine, yep. I don't want it to be forced because then it's just, it's not, it's nothing at that point. So, she, so I guess over the weekend, her mom... Which I'm thankful for this. She said that she was going to take away her stuff over there for the way she acted towards me. And that she won't give it back to her until she apologized. But I think she told she Ava. She's going to be the one to tell no, Ava. No, I think she did tell Ava to apologize to me. Because Ava, like, FaceTimed AJ off her mom's phone so she could talk to me and apologize. And AJ said, no, when you get home, face, you, face you, with Abby. you can apologize. So the award ceremony, I thought she was going to apologize to me there because I saw her. Didn't apologize to me. She came home yesterday. Didn't get an apology. So I'm still sitting here waiting for mm-hmm. an apology. And at this point, it's like eating me up. And I'm like, I don't She's even want to apologize. She's going to be 10 at the end of this month, right? Yep. I was like, I don't even want an apology at this point because I feel like, one, she doesn't care. Well, again, <laughs> so, and there's like, that word. Why do I keep saying the word again? I don't know. Again, again, again. But it's just like, uh, what And I, my thing is, I told AJ, I was like, I will always forgive her. That's the point. But I want it, they're getting older to an age, and I don't want it to be like, sorry means nothing. Right. It's like, sorry, can I have my stuff back now? I don't want it to be like that. I want it to be genuine, and I want her to understand how her words really did hurt me. So you're, you're at that crossroads where, you know. But it's like. Not, it's been almost two weeks, and she's still, and she knows she needs apologize, and she still hasn't. So I'm like, at this point, when she apologizes, like, is it gonna mean anything to me at this point? Right. 
Well, what I would so what I was gonna say is with the age of nine and ten, in my opinion, it is still young. They, and these kids are still being molded into decent human beings. So when and if she does come forward with that apology that is long overdue, I don't think that's on the top of her priority list. She's not she's she doesn't have the feels yet like we do as adults. So I know I just got she's the Abby a, she's face. emotional roller coaster. And I'm like, she's not even a teenager yet, right. and I don't want to do But that. what I would suggest, personally, is when she does come forward with that apology... I'm going to accept it. Sit, I'm but talk. don't just accept it. No. Sit down and revisit the conversation. Yeah, that's what I plan on. And mind you, this, this started with the bullying. Yeah. So, can I ask you... I mean, was she not only... Was she punished for the bullying, and or was she punished for arguing with you and saying you can't talk to me like that you're not my mom because there's two there's two situations there so what if what is she actually being punished for i think from the escalation of how she treated me is where she got punished for because she wasn't going to get punished for the bullying it was more of a conversation conversation on how to correct her behavior and then it escalated to that point and that's when it was like all right because rest of the day we couldn't like talk to each other like that's how bad the argument got so, Gianna and I are the whole, like, once she turned probably about eight or nine to pretty much now. I'm making sure you can still breathe. <laughs> so, pretty much again, now. Again, we don't have, uh, there's a word again. I'm sorry to cut you off, but she's talking about our guest star, Riker, who's fallen asleep with his nose in her armpit. I was making a little motion about... I hope you put deodorant on, but Abby Abby was looking to see if he can still breathe because his face is legit buried between her armpit and and food source. <laughs> Jennifer said boobs. Just one. <laughs> Jennifer, please continue. I apologize. So, um, I want to say she was probably like nine or ten the first time I got an I hate you. And... Granted, she's my first, so that was really, really hard. Um, and because both of us are Geminis, we bump heads. Oh my god, you're the- Gemini? Yeah. <laughs> I am no longer part of the monster squad. <laughs> I'm a Pisces. That's fine. Okay. I have a thing. Bye, Jen. <laughs> I have a thing about Geminis. Oh, shit. Um,. We bump heads so much. So we had a lot of, like, up until she was 12, from, like, 8 or 9 to 12 was really hard years Mm -hmm. with her. Um, She was mean. She told me she hated me, like, all the time. Um, And it was hard. And and I know exactly how you were feeling and everything. And um, Logan... Has had a few moments recently with the same, and now I just threaten that I'm going to send him to his dad's, and he could go live there if he hates me so much, or if I'm such a mean mom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I feel like it, it gets easier, like the more it happens, it kind of gets easier because you kind of realize that they don't really understand the kind of like what Becky was saying. They yeah. don't really understand like I get it. how like their I understand. words mean. 
Anyway, that uh, wasn't supposed to be a pause <laughs> now, dumbasses. Um, I'm passing notes like a little second grader um, so that we don't interrupt the podcast, but both of them scrolled out on me and couldn't just keep rolling. Um, <laughs> it, it does get easier, but at the same time, it doesn't, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, like I I know like what she said, she only said because it and out of anger and anger and that it would hurt that's another thing is they don't understand like when they're angry they just say things yeah like they don't understand and i understand that but like at the same time it it still hurts hurts. and it's like i want her to understand that i do view her as my own daughter and that's like the issue that i'm having i'm like i don't think she thinks that no matter how many times that i've told her like because it's just like what's happened and I'm like she needs to understand like I'm hard on her because you love as her. I love her and as my own child I expect right. certain things and when I talk to you about behaviors it's talking things out it's because I want you to correct them and I want you to go down the right path now I also kind of can be in your shoes because with Jacqueline's dad he had two children that were older they um they were like eight and ten when I first started dating him, or seven and ten, something like I don't know. Um, and hit Jacqueline's oldest brother, his son, was had anger problems. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot, and it got to the it actually got to the point, and this was towards the end of our relationship where they he was living at our house and he broke. He's still to this day, his son, still to this day laughs about this situation where it pisses me off to this day we had french doors leading out to the back and he shattered the glass in the french door and i completely flipped out um eric did absolutely nothing to escalate or like he just made it worse um i lost my shit Mm -hmm. like i was like you need to get out. I said, you are not going to do anything with your life. You are going to end up in jail. And I said, you need to get out the fuck out of my house right now. Like How old this, is he? Now? He's no, like, then. Then he was 12 or 13. And you kicked him out of the house? Like His mother. Good? With his mother. Oh, I okay. said, <laughs> like, they all, they like, lived. Damn. Uh, we had an apartment. Go live on the street. <laughs> We had an apartment yeah. in our in our basement, and his mother and Eric's ex wife and two kids lived in the apartment. Holy Hannah! Anyway, I told them and the Sam. They all they all had to get the fuck out of my house. I had had enough. This wasn't the first like anger outburst. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I couldn't take it anymore. And not for nothing, he's 18 now and still is a piece of shit, so. Well, damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. He um, thinks the world is owed to him. I think very rarely, I think in only one episode, I mentioned the fact that my husband does have a son from, from a previous relationship. Um, he is now 17 years old. Uh, he will turn 18 in March. Uh, Brayden's also born in March. Brayden will turn nine. They are nine years apart. Mm-hmm. I have never had the pleasure uh, of him 
living with us, although I really, really wanted to. When I first met my husband's son, whose name also happens to be Logan, um, Jennifer actually mentioned it in one episode when I was talking, I, I was relating something and you said something about Logan and I've been meaning to let our listeners know because it almost sounded like you were talking, they've only heard the name Logan in regards to your son, Jennifer. I have no idea what you're talking about. When you re-listen to the episodes, you'll you'll hear what I'm talking about. It sounds as though you're like, oh, I thought you were going to mention Logan. Oh, These but then you did say are, that. I don't think I did. Friend. Our listeners have only heard you talk about your Logan. Okay. So it kind of sounded like maybe I'm something to your Logan. Anyway, my <laughs> Logan has never lived with us. I wanted him to. Uh, he was a month, uh, two months before he turned eight is when I started dating his father. Um, great kid, great kid, great kid. Uh, in my personal opinion, I feel that his living situation wasn't necessarily up to par. Um, it wasn't, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like secure. There was no consistency. Um, and I felt with us having, you know, gotten married and didn't expect Braden to come into the world, but you know, we were married and we were running a solid household and, Unfortunately, um, as many of you know, when it comes to children and, you know, other parents, a lot of money is involved to try and get that child. Long story short of it, we never went down the the court uh, way to go ahead and get him. We've left it in his court if you want to live with us. Uh, So we only, you know, we moved to South Carolina very quickly after we started dating and, um, Anyway, that being said, the last time that we did have him in our presence was in the summer of 2020. He was with us for about six to eight weeks. And we very quickly said, look, Braden's playroom can become yours. Um, But I had had it out with him a few times. He never called me names, but his mom is his mom and that's okay. I don't I'm I've never asked for I would never expect in a million years for him to call me mom. And I do feel that he respected me while he was there um but i was trying to show him you know look this is what we do on the daily and and one of the problems that came into play very quickly on his stay that summer was i expected him to chip in on chores Mm -hmm. and the team sanford rule is work hard play hard we are supposed to do our chores first and then go enjoy Well, we expected while he was staying there that, you know, he should help with the dishes. He should help with this, help with that. Well, it was 4th of July weekend and he slept in late like a teenager does. He was 15 at the time. And I, John and Braden and I were already outside. We had this like little mini blow up pool and some games set up outside. We were going to go do stuff for the weekend at a friend's house and uh, ride four-wheelers and stuff. And uh, I went inside expecting him to still be sleeping. He was awake, but he was putting on, like, his swim trunks. And I said, what are you doing? He's like, I'm getting ready to go outside. I said, did you do the dishes? No. Okay, then you're not going outside. Well, instead of jumping on the dishes, which there was, like, what? We had dinner the night before and all fended for ourselves that morning. So there was just a handful of plates, whatever, whatever. Instead of doing any of that, which could have taken five minutes, probably less than, honestly, that's how minimal it was, he calls his mother. 
And now his mother, in turn, calls my husband's cell phone. My husband's like, I'm not. She calls my cell phone. That's why I always deal. She's like, you know, he's not um, he's not there to do chores and this, that, and the other thing. We are not on an all-inclusive freaking vacation. This is still a household that needs to be run. Mm-hmm. So even though he doesn't live with us, I still expect he's certain there. things. And the things that I'm asking of him are not... Like, you're going to be my slave while you're here. Mm -hmm. I think it's more than fair that you can do dishes a couple times a week. You know, sweep the floor, vacuum the floor once a week or something. Not everything is being placed on you. You're not the wicked stepson, but you are a part of this family, whether you live here or not. Mm -hmm. So although he didn't insult me directly, he went and called his his mom. mom, who was, you know, I'm battling with her. So I get it. Now, going back to... Jennifer, referring to your own child, I have said this in the past as well. I've been very open with Brayden right along. Like, I want you to talk to me. If you're you're feeling a certain way, like I'm being too hard or I'm, you know, this, that. I don't want it to be the teenager stage where you, I hate you and slam your door shut. Like, I've already told you. She's like, I would never. I, would, I, would, I know she will. <laughs> I know she freaking will. She has insulted me, but not in that manner. Um, and she hasn't meant to. Um, she has, you know, said I'm fat in so many words, <laughs> which, you know, I'm five foot nothing. Like Bree said, I'm pocket sized, um, except I'm growing out. <laughs> um, so that hurt my feelings, you know, things like that. Yeah. And but, um, you know, I don't have a stepchild that lives with me. And I imagine the struggle, the struggle is real because you don't want to overstep because there is a, you know, the mother is still a part of her life. Like if the mother was completely null and void, either wanted no part of her or the worst possible case scenario was deceased, Mm -hmm. you know, then I think your personal brain, your authority level, you'd be able to go a little higher. But you're, you feel yourself, in my opinion, Abby, that you're skating on thin ice because you don't want to cross that boundary. But in the same aspect, you you do and need respect yeah. from this child. This is, this is where she lives. Yeah. And you have been a part of her life since three. You have helped mold her into the human being that she is. Mm-hmm. And she needs to get that sooner or later. Yeah. But it is hard. And actually, Jacqueline's uh, brother and sister, the reasons I was like, I will never date anybody with kids again. <laughs> Yet you expect Chris to date you. <laughs> Although he doesn't have any of his own, so that yeah. it, it is a match made in heaven. Uh, well, and dogs was on that list, but I caved with the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> on a different note, um, not that that... Subject should be taken light of by any way, shape, or form. We have spit up. That was not the note I was going with. <laughs> um, so the other day, uh, as I'm gathering Braden's paperwork, homework rather, which is normally her job to do, you know, get it done, put it back in your folder, put the folder back in your backpack, and have it prepared to leave the next morning for school. Mm-hmm. But on this particular evening... Um, John was doing something with Brayden and rather than interrupting it and going through another scolding moment of this is what you're supposed to do, I pick up Brayden's homework and where it says name, <laughs> I should have taken a picture. I immediately erased 
Satan. It said anus holes. (laughs) (laughs) It... needed that. <laughs> oh my god. It, it, it said <laughs> anus holes. I said Sander. Imagine you didn't catch it. Right. So I actually yes. <laughs> so funny. it was spelled A-N-I-S-H-O-L-E-S. I said what is this? She goes initials. <laughs> And I didn't get it at first. I'm like, that is far-fetched from how you spell initials. And she had written her initials where it says name. I said, it doesn't say in <laughs> Abby. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, so I... <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, that's, I, <laughs> I didn't really go into the laughter. I, I did, but, <laughs> oh, okay, so my Brayden, you spell initials I-N-I-T-I-A-L-S. Did she ask, what does it say, what does it no, say? No, she, and, well, we ended up telling her what Nanus was. <laughs> <laughs> And I, like, um, like I said, I immediately erased it. And then after the fact, I'm like, man, I really should have taken a picture of that because that's freaking epic. I would just send it to school. So, <laughs> so I, the, um, I actually called Jennifer and <laughs> told her about it. And she said I could, should call the teacher. I'm like, it's like 730 and I'm not going to bother her with that. So the next day I actually text her teacher and said, when you have a kid-free moment, give me a call because I feel like I have a story that you would appreciate. Mind you, before I sent that text in the morning, as I'm lying in bed that night, I had, again, I, an, epiphany. an epiphany. I was like, why the hell would she write anus holes for initials? And then I'm like, oh, a uh, a nish or nis, N-I-S, holes initials so the next morning when I woke her up I'm like listen I really need to give you kudos because even you you legit tried to spell it and that's how it came out for you mind you anus is spelled with a u um and that's not where she was going but now she knows what an anus is and well I did tell her teacher about it and her teacher got quite the giggle as well. And I said, imagine had she put that back in there. You'd be calling me, telling me that she wrote to you that you're an anus hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she honestly, you know, was really pleased that I shared the story with her. I told her how I had come to fruition about Brayden was actually spelling the word, had no idea. Phonically the, correct. Right. Phonically correct. No idea the faux pas that she was <laughs> writing down. So that one's going to go down in my brain of history. Uh, the teacher had also said, you know, you'd be surprised at some of the drawings that come across and what we see as adults as opposed to what, children. what the children. And she's like, I've had to ask, what is this? They're like, a cactus. <laughs> Have the two of you had any experiences where your child has written something off the wall or no. drawn something? Jacqueline's definitely drawn something. Um, I don't remember what now, but 
It wasn't as funny as anus holes, but <laughs> I'd be like, what the f- what is that? What, what do you got going on over here? And then she'd tell me, and it's like, absolutely not. But now that she's older, she actually can doodle and draw it really, really well. Right, right. So... It, it hasn't happened in a long time. So. And Brayden has always been a really good artist. Um, when she, I mean, when it's kind of like a writer's block. <laughs> when uh, when she's in the mood to draw, her drawings are spectacular. And, of course, I'm biased because I'm her mom, but she's really good at it. So, yeah, anus holes. I was I was in shock and I was mortified, honestly. <laughs> and like I said, it took me a couple hours. Even when I called Jennifer, I was like, "You will never believe what this child wrote on her freaking paper." I was the one that convinced you to tell her teacher. Right. You were at first. You were like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, nope, absolutely not. I am not telling her." I'm like, "She will find it funny." Trust yeah. Me. Jen did convince me to do so, and her teacher called me back while Jen, myself, Kate, and Sam. We're getting our tattoos, <laughs> our Halloween tattoos. Um, so moving on to another funny of Brayden's, um, also in this past week, um, she proceeds to say, you'll never guess what the teacher told us we can do this week. And I said, what? And she goes, we get to wear makeup for pictures. And I said, what? Well... They've already had their fall photos taken for the year. Uh-huh. And for any child that is was absent or you didn't like the photo that was taken, you can have makeup pictures. Yeah. So Brayden <laughs> thought she could wear makeup for the pictures. So I had to have that explanation as well. Um, I actually have like a, a potpourri of some things that went on this week. So moving forward with that very quickly, my husband and I, our uh, nine-year wedding anniversary was on the eighth. Yay! Happy anniversary! Um, uh, love him more and more every day. Hardworking, noble, caring man. He always says, "Shh, don't tell anybody." Um, so. This weekend, or I'm sorry, yeah, it was this weekend, I was, now, this is going to go into a sexual orientation, it's, it might seem like TMI, for those of you who don't know what that means, too much information. It did not go all the way, but I was getting ready, you know, to, I mean, Wait, wait, before you tell this story, you should actually say what happened over the weekend with Brayden. To start it, where she caught her skin. Oh, that's true. You're right, Jen. See, this is why I tell you things that I don't forget come recording and we time. we could catch Abby up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Brayden had on, you know, it's getting cooler. Even though we're in the south, we do get some Chilly. colder weather. It still hasn't been cold enough, in my opinion. But Brayden had on the zip-up jammies that go from ankle, you know, up the leg to the, to the neck. Yeah. <laughs> and the child... Uh, John and I are standing on our back porch. Jen and Chris had walked over and were standing there talking with us. And Braden comes to the back door crying. She was standing there for a minute too before you realized yeah. she was there. She's like peeking through the curtain of the back door. She wasn't knocking. She was just standing. Yeah, there. and she's standing there with tears in her eyes. And I turn around, I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "I zipped my leg." <laughs> 
So, of course, I checked her out. It was fine. It didn't draw blood. I said, well, there's a lesson learned. I think every one of us growing up with the zip-up pajamas have zipped some part of our body in yeah. it. I know Jacqueline has. <laughs> well, I was playing with John's zipper while we were getting ready to go somewhere. And I unzipped his zipper and was just fiddle fucking around. <laughs> he said, you know, we have a kid on the loose. I said, well, let's go in the bathroom. The door locks. <laughs> and he just, you know, smiled at me. So I grabbed the bottom of his pants and the zipper and I pulled away from him and started to zip up. And he goes, ow! <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, <laughs> or wait, that. <laughs> And I said, oh, my God. And I immediately got, like, this horrible pain in my lower regions. I think I peed a little. And I started crying all at the same time. And he starts laughing at me. I didn't get him at all. But I was mortified. I thought I zipped his penis in a zipper. (laughs) Have you guys zipped any no-no parts? No. All right. Okay. Well, moving on. This this could also be um, something for our uh, my thirty third episode. Although I'm starting to take over right now. No surprise there. Uh, Not even a three in the episode. No, but there's about to be with what I'm going to talk about. So we on in America have daylight savings time, and we changed our clocks back. Crazy. An hour uh, this weekend. And, of course, you know, the full moon, the blood moon, whatever people are calling it, you mm-hmm. know, eclipse, so on and so forth. So, of course, you know, we know people can act crazy and so on. So, I'm going around the house changing the clocks. And in my curio cabinet, I do have a clock in there. Um, it's a skull hand holding the clock. And I open the curio door and I grab the clock and, you know, the face of it is facing me. And I turn it over to, you know, set it back an hour, and I very quickly turn the clock back towards me. The battery is stopped, the clock is not ticking, and it stopped on 3.33. Evil. So, (laughs) you guys, if you are listening, and avid listeners, you know that episode 33 has been dedicated to me, because they took episode 3 away from me. And, and you and you'll find and thirteen, and you'll find out more on thirty three about the three three threes with Becky. But mm-hmm. you two know, and our listeners, little cliffhanger. So, needless to say, that clock will never be changed again. The battery has been removed, and it will forever stay at three thirty three. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, three thirty three. You definitely got a portal. Oh, yeah, I believe I do. Wait, you were talking about your daughter and the stuffies all over the place. Maybe oh. you you open the portal by leaving the clock at 3.33. Oh, shit. <laughs> and you're yelling at her, blaming it on her. Okay, so now I got to go into that. That was, that was a pre-recording talk, but okay. Oh, it was. <laughs> I woke up this morning to, I had already woken up, put on my pants, my bra, and all of a sudden I heard a bang. <laughs> and I'm like, what was that? And of course, I have five cats, two dogs, an eight-year-old child. I can see that my husband is lying in bed. I'm like, what is going on? It's 5.45 in the morning. And so I walk into the living room, which is still very dark, 
and I can see that the, like the chair isn't tipped over, which sometimes happens when you. Oh, Riker! <laughs> we need to set up video so bad. Uh, so the chair sometimes gets tipped over when the animals start going psycho. They run, it's a recliner that rocks. So they'll like fly up on the back of it and literally throw the chair backwards. Mm -hmm. That's still standing up. One of the cats is on it looking towards the wall, which connects from the front living room to Brayden's bedroom. And now I'm hearing like scratching sounds and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so I go into Brayden's room. It's dark. I flip on the light and she's on her knees on her bed holding up what I have a, a Jack Skellington uh, wooden plaque that goes sideways with her bed. It's not above her headboard, but to the side of the bed, which is against the wall. And I, I said, what are you doing? And she's like, this almost killed me. <laughs> And I said, what are you talking about? And she's like, I swear it just fell. I'm like, it has never fallen before. I said, you're, what'd you do? Do your hands, your feet? She's like, well, I was facing this way with my feet. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then on top of it, the, the few stuffies that she does choose to have in bed with her on a nightly basis are strewn across her bedroom floor. I said, what? And, and that heart-shaped chair that I have totally moved. I said, what is going on? She's like, I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> what do you mean it's a freaking mystery? And she's like, well, you know. Well, of course, we've been watching things like 28 Days Haunted, and we've been watching haunt TVs with, you know, spirits and so on. And I was like, listen. Ooh. I, <laughs> <ooh>. <laughs> Forget the little boy that cried wolf. I'm like, listen. Our house, we have been told, can possibly be a portal due to the number of our house address, which is 333. I was like, so forget the little boy that cried wolf. I'm like, you're summoning the spirits. I was like, so you want to play games and say, oh, I don't know how it happened. I was like, the wolf's not going to get you. The freaking demons are. And her <laughs> face dropped. And she's like, okay. I said, I know you did it. And she's like, I did. Any um, stories from you guys with your kids doing things and them telling you that it was done otherwise? Um, no. Yeah, all the time. But <laughs> um, Jacqueline, actually, it was Saturday, I think it was. I don't know. One of the days that she did not have school the next day. Um, she apparently was up at 2.11 a.m. to go poop. But then never went back to sleep. Wasn't me pooping. Yeah. For me to poop She went and got her tablet after and then was up all night and up all night. And then that's when I thought she would have crashed. Is that and on a school night? No, it wasn't. It was, I think oh, it was Saturday, Saturday yeah. into Sunday. And I figured she would have crashed early on Sunday and she didn't. And that's when she was up late and she was like, I can't sleep because I'm watching. Right. I'm like. You've been up since 2 o'clock this morning. Go to bed. No, um, Mikey's always been pretty honest with me from the get-go. No matter how brutally honest he is, I have to hear it all. And I'm like, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, Logan has a telltale face, so. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's got that smirk. Yeah, so he, he tries to lie, but he can't lie. We always know when he's lying. So, 
And Ava, yeah. Aubrey. Ava, I can tell when she's lying because she'll, like, look up. Like, she's trying to think of the next thing she's trying to say. And I'm like, she's obviously lying. Or I already know what the truth is, and she still yeah. is insistent on the lie. And I'm like, I know you're lying right. to me. <laughs> well, that's actually, that's happened with the kids outside play. Like, and they start arguing. A lot of times they won't know I'm standing there. And watch the whole thing. Yeah, and then and then they all are, like, scrambling, trying to make up stories. And I'm like, I just witnessed the entire interaction so knock it off, go home, like do whatever, like no. <laughs> That's not what happened, because I stood here and saw the whole thing. Right. Well, uh one of the other things that just happened to me this morning, um, as we all know, my voice is pretty recognizable. Yeah. And I had a chiropractor appointment and then I went for my daily walk. There's been a couple of women that have been walking out there that I've seen most recently over the last couple of weeks. And they also bring a bag uh, normally to feed the squirrels with. Right. So they actually uh, we've said, you know, very few words, mostly just like, hi, how you doing today? Oh, you're feeding the squirrels too, kind of thing, whatever. Right. So today they come up on me and honestly, I didn't even recognize them from our past encounters. And I'm standing there doing squirrels, be not, be not, (laughs) trying to get the, and I hadn't seen a presence of a squirrel yet. And so they come up upon me and they're like, we haven't seen a squirrel since like Monday or something, which was, you know, a couple days ago. And I was like, yeah, I haven't seen one yet today either. She's like, I don't know what's going on. Where, you know, I don't know where they all went. So all of a sudden, the one woman says to me, she goes, what's your name? Tony! No. <laughs> Ezekiel! Fuck you, Ezekiel! <laughs> Fuck you, Tony! <laughs> but I I really just thought, you know, it was, now we've encountered face-to-face a few times. I realized who they are when they're up to me now talking. Yeah. And I just thought it was, okay, let's cross that next bridge. What's your name? And it wasn't me asking. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> So I said, Becky, and she goes, Sanford? <laughs> I said, yeah. Everybody knows Becky Sanford. <laughs> she said, I knew I knew that voice. And I'm like, I'm like this, and she's like, I'm your insurance broker. <laughs> We've spoken on the phone on numerous occasions, and I'm actually due, you know, it's the end of year, due to have a talk and see... If things have remained the same or changed and what we need to do with our insurance. That's funny. I said, I was going to call you tomorrow. It's on my list of things to do. So it was nice to put a face with a name. But I, I said, yeah, I said, I, I really can't go anywhere. If I open my mouth, people yeah, know well, who I am. You actually got me. Um, I was at Walmart talking to someone and all of a sudden I hear, hey, I knew I knew that voice. And it was Becky. Actually, what I said was, Jennifer. Oh, yeah. And she goes, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> she was two aisles over in Walmart. And so now this segues into the next thing that I really did want to talk about as well was Halloween. We've talked about before, like, clearance shopping and how a couple years ago I was able to obtain 21 costumes at a dollar a piece. Yeah. Well, I scored again. It was not a dollar a piece this time. It was $2 a piece where I was. And it was my fault. 
And yeah, I had already walked through the aisle and was actually like looking around for signs and right in front of her they face. were they weren't in front of my face. They were up another two feet. <laughs> Probably more than that. <laughs> and I had already gone through the aisle and picked up a few things because I knew they were discounted at least fifty percent, and that's worth it as well. And so I heard Jennifer's voice in the next aisle, and I'm like, and I walked over and peeked my head around. I'm like, Jennifer, get the fuck out of here. And she was, she was talking to another customer that she didn't know. She says that it's me. It's always my fault. Becky's fault. I was asking a question. I asked if everything in that aisle was $2. No, that's not. You, you, the person said something to you. No. And you said, I don't know. The app's not ringing up. Right. I said, what you might have not heard was, is everything in this aisle $2? They said, I don't know, which is when I said, because in the app, it's It's, ringing up full price. Full price. But anyway, so. And then we found out that also fall stuff was $2. All Halloween and all fall Thanksgiving (laughs) things were $2. So we walk out of there with full carts. And it's not even Thanksgiving yet. And I got all my stuff for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I was so excited. I got the plates, the tablecloth, everything. As a matter of fact, I did a supermarket sweep. Her and I get in line. I had to go grocery shopping. And so did she. And I needed some things from the one place. And I was going to the other place to do my food shopping. And so this one's like, we should probably get in line and check out and then come back and do our other shopping. Well, of course, the lines were ridiculously slow. And we stood there. We had to go on a cashier line because... They had to do overrides on the clearance items as opposed to them just ringing what they should and being able to go through self-checkout. So while we're standing there, I'm like, hey, I'll be right back. While we were in the Halloween clearance aisle, I had seen an empty cart that was just there forever. So I ran over to it, grabbed the empty cart, went flying through the back of the store. I got my paper towels, my kitty litter, my dog food, my cat food, my tissues. And back up front, I came and also grabbed a shirt for John. And she's like, what the hell? The line moved one person. One person. But... Yeah, um, now, so the Halloween shopping, clearance items, got a crap ton of, of costumes. Me too. Um, Brayden really likes Evie from Pokemon, was able to get her that. Now, so now, and Jacqueline was Pokemon this year, or no, Pikachu, Pikachu yeah. this year for Halloween, so now they have the Pikachu and Evie costumes, and then, what is it, Miraculous? Miraculous Ladybug Girl, Brayden is Rena Rouge, and... Jacqueline, Cat Noir, Cat Noir. Um, and then, and if you guys are following our social media page, you've already seen Brayden as Bendy on our Momster Squad <laughs> Facebook page. But so now with this Halloween thing, something that we're going to post soon when Abby is not pregnant and Abby may be drinking excessively. Abby has a tendency to do the whole hand upside down eye thing. And again, can't explain it to you. It's something that needs to be seen. We have photos somewhere. (laughs) And we will find them. And when we do, we will post that as a side-by-side next to a special little pumpkin (laughs) that I found that represents Abby to AT and that I just presented her with today. And the funny thing is, is I had it sitting on my entertainment stand when you walk in my door and I didn't tell Jennifer I had gotten this for you. 
Abby and Jen walks through my door yesterday and she's like, oh my God, you've got to give that pumpkin to Abby. That's so her. I'm like, I know. <laughs> and then my last thing on Halloween is, did you all see the creepy long haired doll I had in my front yard? Yeah. I had gotten that at a yard sale this year for two bucks. And I cleaned up all my Halloween stuff outside so I can start, you know, binning it up for next year and pulling out the fall things and Christmas. I'm not ready to decorate quite yet, but getting the stuff in and going through it. So when I picked up that scary doll, I brought it in and tried to like hide it behind my back and like, you know, boost it out at Braden. She's like, that's just stupid. You'll never scare me with that. Okay. So, you know, I set it next to the things that I'm binning up and it wouldn't fit in the bin. like that. <laughs> right. So, because Brayden's been watching all these creepy yeah, things lately. She gets it all stuck in her mind. In our back room, the small hallway leading off of that, as I've mentioned before as well, her bedroom, the guest bathroom, and the playroom are all three doorways in this little tiny hallway. Well, she's been shutting all three of those doors while she's sitting in that back room. And I'm like, why do you keep shutting the doors? She's like, because I see things in there. I said, okay. So she's in the shower on Sunday night. And John's like, the doll. I'm like, yep. (laughs) So I go and grab the doll and I opened up her bedroom door and I set it just inside where the door clears. Pulled the door shut. Of course, the bedroom lights off. She gets out of the shower. I should have been recording. And she opened that door, turned the light on, and she said, what the? And jumped backwards about three feet. I said, oh, I thought it was stupid. I thought I wouldn't get you with that. She's like, you'll pay for this. That reminds me of a time, uh, it was like last year or the year before last year, where Mikey was having a sleepover with a friend and Evo was home. And they were, like, talking about spooky things or whatever. And they kept looking out the window. And they're like, oh, there's something scary out there. Something scary out there. So AJ at the time had his Michael Myers mask and outfit. So when they weren't paying attention, he put the whole thing on, went outside. And then when they looked out the window again, he was standing right there. (laughs) And I should have recorded this, too. And I'm thinking, I didn't. All you hear is, "Ah!" And then Ava's running. She's going, Daddy! Oh my god, I was dying laughing. So, not with my kids, but when I was younger, me and my sister were in my bedroom with the lights off watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? Remember that? Yes. Yeah. And my mom knew we were watching that, and she just came in at the right moment. And she barged in, flipped the light on, and screamed. And me and my sister were like, ah! Like, it scared the shit out of us. We never watched with the lights off again, though. (laughs) You know, as much as I like the creepy stuff, there's some of it that does genuinely freak me out. Yeah. You know, I... Yes, like... uh, Haunted Chainsaws. For some chain chainsaws freak me out. The sound, the smell, and clowns using them doesn't help. Chainsaws. Yeah. The day that you got kicked out. Oh God. 
Did you go to that one room, or were you kicked out already by the time? No, I was kicked out before okay, that. Okay, because there was the like it was the last room, yeah. I think. Yeah. And they like surrounded us with chainsaws. And they normally play that disturbed song, and it's really loud. The strobe yeah. lights are going off, and they come at you and circle around you. The one year I ripped my earring out of my ear. You were with me then. It it was just us two couples. Yeah, it was the year before. Mm mm. 19, yeah, we went in 19, because 2020, um, you didn't go, at least not with me. You, um, I went with uh, Jesse and Amanda and their significant others, and we went out to Nikina. And then last year, I didn't, or no, last. Well, 2020 is when you got kicked out. Oh, right, because I went two, I went two weeks in a row. Yeah, I did. you went with them, and then you went with us. yeah. I think you went with us first so that you got yeah. kicked out. Yes. I don't recall. And then we told you not to get kicked out of Nikina. Mm. <laughs> I didn't. Instead, I was messing with this guy in a... Uh, Wasn't he, like, really young? Too? That's what, yes. That's what the, <laughs> my friends were saying. <laughs> he was trying to go around and scare people. Instead of me being scared, I was being a smartass. So the whole way through the thing, I kept running into him, and he was running away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Girl again. And the messed up thing, though, for me, the most messed up thing of that night with Amanda and Jesse was the first thing that you went through was this building that was pitch black. There were no lights and, and the walls were... Well, that's where we went. I and it. I think that's how you ended up punching somebody in the face. Well, that was a different place. But, but it was but thin and it I was pitch it. black and we couldn't... That's we had to touch the walls and I'm like, God, I'm gonna not, like touch something like I don't want to touch. Well, the like funny thing is, is I walked in holding Amanda's hand. And when I came out the other side, you had I had Jesse's hand. I'm like, what the fuck? How did... I had no... Rec- and she was answering to Amanda. Uh, yes, I was I was talking to Amanda <laughs> through the thing, yet apparently Amanda dipped out in the first, like, minute. And the whole way through, it was Jessie holding my hand, and I'm talking to her as though she's Amanda, and she's responding, and I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that, like, pitch black. It, like, disorients you of yeah. where you're at, and... My thing is, like, I'm going to end up touching something that I don't want to touch. (laughs) Well, Amanda dipped out because she's got, like, severe claustrophobia. Mm -hmm. And she can't do the tight spaces like that. So, unbeknownst to me, there is actually a roundabout that you don't have to do that part if you don't want to. Um, But, for me, the whole point is you're supposed to be scared. You're supposed to be spooked out. And as long as you have the mentality, this isn't real... Yeah. I mean, it's it's the excitement to get your heart rate up and have a good freaking time. And I'm sorry, but, you know, I might throw punches. Just ask my mother. When she used to wake me up for, like, school or whatever, she would have to, if she came in, like, you have to, like, rub my head and my hair nicely or rub my arm nicely. Because if you're just like, hey, back, I swing. So you might want to stay out of my circle of reality or you're going to get hit. Just pop some bands. Get up! I'll start shooting rubber bands at you. Right? (laughs) Come across the room. (laughs) Uh, All right. 
You don't have any more that you got to say, Becky? Oh, wow. It's just been a week, and I just felt like I needed to share all that with our <laughs> listeners because it was there was just some funny moments, and maybe you had to be there, but anus holes is all I got to say. <laughs> all right. Well, that concludes episode 21 of the Monster Squad. Um, as always, follow our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, The Monster Squad, or at Monster Squad. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok, <laughs> the underscore monster underscore squad. Any mom stories or topics that you would like to share, please email us at themonstersquad at outlook.com. In the title, put topic or mom story, and then let us know if you would like to use your name, where you're from, or if you would like to remain anonymous anonymous um and then and real quick uh keep an eye out on our facebook page because we will be posting some merch very very soon other than that thanks for listening to the The monster Monster Squad. squad